news, baby. It's harmless phosphorescence. Everyone, this is exhausting shit burger throw smiley. Who's joining me this week? I'm Josh CC, and I'm the guy that's gonna ruin your life. I'm Brian Lesh, and we should end this podcast right now. We won't get a second chance. <laughs> hey, looking good here, LT. Soup sandwich in here. I'm Allard Glover. <laughs> and this is Armless Delicious. Phosphorescence. It's the podcast where we watch every theatrically released full-length live-action superhero movie ever made. We gather some research into the production and the source material, then we tell you about it. This show is brought to you by patrons. Patrons like executive producers Michael Beckwith and Atticus Burkett. You can be a patron, too. Patreon.com slash Harmless Entertainment. Buck a month is all you need to start. We got a bunch of bonus content there we do a, a non-superhero movie every month uh called the monthly movie this month we are uh, gonna be doing josie and the pussycats the internet demanded it uh <laughs> we've got and uh if you uh if you subscribe to our patreon you get access to our only fans that's right. There's that bonus. Which I, I, I don't... I, it's only fans. Yeah. I, I, I don't want you to be confused. It's just pictures of fans. It's just fans. Window fans, fans oscillating fans. Yeah, old-timey fans. fans that could cut Air your finger off. Air in there. Oh, yeah. only, only fans. Yes. Hamster wheel-powered fans. <laughs> uh, we've also got a ton of music shows on there. We've got some Star Wars shows. We've got a big back catalog of movies we've done that uh, you get access to. So buck a month is all you need to start there. Patreon.com slash Harmless Entertainment. This week, though, on Harmless Phosphorescence, we're watching Bloodshot. And initiate sequence. <laughs> I'm sorry to be the one to tell you this, but you got yourself killed at RST. We'd rebuild the most important assets in the U.S. military. Soldiers like yourself. You're the first who we've successfully managed to bring back. But improved, enhanced. With the technology in your veins, you have an army inside you. That will not only make you stronger, it will heal you instantly. Holy shit. Now tell me, do you remember anything? Where are you going? I've got unfinished business. I'm gonna find the man who murdered my wife and kill him. Oh, that's not good. All right, shut him down. And initiate sequence. Okay, who is the next target for elimination? Tell me, do you remember anything? Do I know you guys? I don't think so. <laughs> They've been manipulating you. What you think is real. Sometimes ain't. And initiate sequence.
call me forever. Sure about that? Revenge is what makes a man like you exceptional. You know nothing about men like me. That is absolutely fantastic. I feel like I just heard this. Are they playing this on repeat? Bloodshot. Bits. That's, that oh, trailer man. was cool. That was <laughs> yeah. almost like watching the entire movie from beginning to end. Right. Oh, God. They showed Guy Pierce saying that same line twice. <laughs> Initiate sequence. <laughs> twice. Uh, uh, it was released March 13th, 2020. Ouch. It had a running time oh. of 109 minutes. It cost $45 million and it made $37 million. I, I can't imagine why it didn't do well in the box office in right. March of 2020. Uh, I mean, to be fair, if that if COVID wasn't happening, it would have made more. Absolutely. Like the guy, the guys that like this movie would have loved this. Oh, movie. yeah. There's a reason why they marketed it with the entire movie happening in the trailers because it's not for comic book fans. It's no. It's for action movie people. It's for Vin fans. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Vehicle uh, identification. It, so, yeah. Um, it was released March 13th, 2020, which is the day COVID was declared a pandemic. Um, I hear. <laughs> in, <laughs> the yes. day. The day of, yes. The yeah. day. Um, Want to go see Blood Spot or Sport? Or <laughs> no. Uh, um, it was released um, digitally on demand streaming two weeks after, less than two weeks later due to COVID. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's smart. I, you know, yeah, the market is, and it's definitely not in theaters. Yeah, for sure. The fact streaming, that they made 37. Streaming did well. The fact they did 37 million is still impressive. <laughs> it, it was full of people who hadn't heard the declaration yet. Yeah. They hadn't updated their news feed. Right. Well, they went I mean, and saw this movie and then they were like, fuck. I, I'd be willing to bet that all the people who went to go see this had differing opinions about what <laughs> yeah. was actually. They're like, I also have nanotech. Yeah, or I'm nothing. afraid of nanotech. I can't decide. I'm going to shine a light inside my body and go see this movie. Um, speaking of the box office, we weren't there yet, but yeah, yeah. I'll take some popcorn, uh, a Coke and some of that horse medicine. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you want some ivermectin on your popcorn or just butter? Oh God. Um, speaking of the box office guys, you ready to play the box office top 10 game? <laughs> The apocalyptic I, version. <laughs> yes. I don't think I'm going to remember any movie that came out this week. So. Yeah. I just want to, uh, <laughs> so the, the top, I'm not going to tell you what it is, but the top grossing movie this week made $11 million. Wow. The top grossing movie the previous <laughs> week made $50 million. Just to put in perspective. $11 million is just everybody's mom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow, yeah. this is going to get really sad really quick. Next show yeah, is going to be... Let's see. Well, okay, I, just so you know, the week after this, uh -huh. there's only four movies that were playing, period. The week yeah. after this, and the top grossing movie, the week after this was Phoenix, Oregon, which made $5,000 to be number one uh, in the nation. Wasn't yeah. that an X-Men movie? It was a rough time. Yeah. 
Um, Phoenix Oregon. Phoenix. The number four movie in the country uh, the week after this um, (laughs) was a documentary about homelessness called Lost in America. And at number four, it made $24. Oh, God. It's a serious subject. Oh, holy shit. That's two people. Weird. Two people. How do, you make, how do you even count that? That's got to be a margin of error, right? If you're doing all the numbers, you know, like 24 bucks. We're 24 bucks short. Yeah, well, that happens. We made was, 4 million. Probably somebody sneaking into that documentary about homelessness. <laughs> <laughs> Some homeless people sneaking yeah, exactly. in. Not for the movie, but for the air conditioning. Yeah, coming yeah, in for the yeah. AC. Yeah, I've and been there. For the horse medicine. Um. We've got so comes with your popcorn for free. <laughs> um, let, I uh, so we've the top. Let's see, number ten and number nine are both movies that were we talked about with Birds of Prey, uh, Bad Boys for Life, and Emma. So um, I'm just gonna briefly uh, we'll play this with the two other top grossing movies that opened this week. Okay. At number 26 opening, March 13th, friendship and love between illegal immigrants struggling and facing challenges, showing us when it comes to the struggle of life, no border can divide human hearts and the love inside. Spoiler, this is not about um, the American illegal immigrants. It's a whole different uh, country. I oh. see. Um, letter Kenny. <laughs> it was a fucking uh. deer, eh? <laughs> well, there's great fishing in Quebec. Uh, a movie about immigrants. No but one's heard not of this. Il- not illegal. <laughs> I'm trying <laughs> to think of movie titles. It's so it it's it's a rom com <laughs> and a this, musical. This... Oh. Illegal love. It's it's oh. overboard. No, no, no. It's not. It's it's an. It's there a was bo- a remake of that. There though. was though with, a, with a yeah with a foreign actor. Oh. Yeah, and Anna Faris. Yeah, and Anna Faris. Yeah. yeah. Um. No. This is this is a Bollywood movie. It's called Chalmeraput Two. Oh, damn. That was my next guess. <laughs> that was my guess. I have that tattooed on me. I thought it meant good fortune. And opening this week at number 25, <laughs> grossing $81,000. Oh, my God. I feel bad. <laughs> a powerful and stirring reinvention of... A classic dance show celebrated the world over for its Grammy Award-winning music and thrilling energy and passion. Solid gold? No. Soul Train? No. This is the... Oh, American Bandstand? Oh, no, no, no. No, no. It's a... Uh, is it's, it another it, Bollywood it's movie? It's a stage show. It's not... It's <laughs> not... Hairspray? No. The uh, Rockettes? It's... The movie? It's... Mamma Mia. It's the Riverdance 25th anniversary movie. <laughs> 83,000. Man, hey, Michael Flatley made another $83,000. There's $83,000 in that little glass cube donation thing that they have. <laughs> uh, 
at wow, riveted. Yeah. Okay. So, and as I said, number ten is Bad Boys for Life. Number nine is Emma. We covered both of those last week. Um, at number eight. Oh God, I forgot this movie. Oh no. <laughs> A sled dog struggles for survival in the wilds of the Yukon. I did a rod, Todd. <laughs> based, based, based on a Jack London book. Uh, um, oh, Call Snow of the dogs. Wild. Call of the Wild. Harrison Ford and a dude uh, in a green <laughs> in a green tights <laughs> pretending to be a dog. A dude I bet you the, the whole dog. time. He's thinking, where's, uh, what's his name? David Prowse? Or who? No, Prowse was... Fader, who yeah. was Chewbacca. Oh, uh, uh, um, shit. Uh, Chewbacca, oh, yeah. Chewbacca was Peter Mayhew. 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 Um, uh, I thought it was the uh, Cuba Gooden Jr. Sled dog. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> five dog now, five. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the dog now, man? Um, <laughs> at number seven. Oh, we got this one, too. All right. No, or did we? No, 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 no. Jack Cunningham was a high school basketball phenom who walked away from the game, forfeiting his future. Years later, when he reluctantly accepts a coaching job at his alma mater, he may get one last shot at redemption. Point guard. From the director of The Accountant, Miracle, and Warrior. Okay, Coach one word Todd. Coach. Uh, nope, it's not one word. Starring Ben Affleck. Player slash coach. Oh, free throw. <laughs> free throw. Free throw. <laughs> free throw. That's <laughs> no. Starring Ben. Ben, ben Affleck, Affleck doing like a, like maybe I can do a, a sports movie. Young kids how to. Like inspiration. It's, it's Ben. Yeah. It's Ben Affleck doing like a dangerous minds with basketball. <laughs> uh, shot clock. It's called the way back. Oh, oh. which uh, I think the way- they mean like it's the way back, like the way you get back. But in my mind, I always think yeah. of like into the, the way, way back, back machine, <laughs> Sherman. I always think of the furthest point in the station. Right. Wagon. It's way back there. We sat in the way back. Uh, at number six. Holy shit. I forgot this was that time. <laughs> um, after this, <laughs> this, this list is a garbage fire, man. <laughs> After discovering a strange creature, a small town police officer must help him defeat an evil genius who wants to do experiments on him. A small creature. A strange Ooh. creature. A small strange creature. <laughs> <laughs> if I describe the creature anymore, you will know oh, the movie. This is Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. Oh, starring oh, James Marsden oh, and Jim Carrey. Yeah. yeah. Adorable James Marsden at it again. And yeah, Jim Carrey. He's always willing to walk with or work with a cartoon. He was in those op movies as well. Yeah. Have you guys seen there was like a screenshot someone took of James Marsden um riding in in cars with CGI <laughs> characters? <laughs> <laughs> There's like seven of them. <laughs> That's awesome. <Yeah. laughs> Opening at number five this week with five million dollars. <laughs> I'll stop laughing. It's just Twelve strangers wake up in a clearing. They don't know where they are or how they got there. They don't know that they've been chosen for a very specific purpose. 
Burning Man the movie. Twelve strangers wake up in a clearing. The clearing. No. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, apostles. No, their tag. The tag of the movie was the most talked about movie of the year that no one's actually seen. <laughs> <laughs> decide. Girl, decide up. for yourself. <laughs> it's not even four million people that saw it. <laughs> so much. <laughs> okay, this is called. Um, it's not the uh, tall grass, right? No. Because that's people lured into the grass. Um, the title is a the word. The something. The 12 people in a clearing. <laughs> the, um, they've been chosen because they are the most dangerous game. Oh, predator. The, the predator. No. The hunt. The hunted. The hunt. Oh, close the out. Hunt. Close. You were very close. It's the hunt. Yes. Okay. I remember. Yeah. Okay. Was right. Helen Hunt the hunter? <laughs> <laughs> no. Holly Hunter was the hunter. <laughs> oh my God. Do you think Holly Hunter and Helen Hunt get together to 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 try to, to hunt people to for hunt sport? sport? Helen. So. Helen is quote unquote the hunt. Yeah. Oh, Holly is the hunter. Well, and Paul Reiser, I assume, is the prey. <laughs> <laughs> Just him running through. Just grease him up and let him go. Yeah. And they get together with uh, Helen's brother, Mike. Mike Hunter. <laughs> um, at number four this week, when Cecilia's <laughs> breaking my heart. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. Taking your confidence Taking daily. Taking my confidence daily. Fucking daily. All right. When Cecilia's abusive ex takes his own life and leaves her his fortune, she suspects his death was a hoax. As a series of coincidences turn lethal, Cecilia works to prove that he's still alive. Hoaxed. Oh, that Invisible Man one, right? The Invisible Man, starring crackpot Scientologist Elizabeth Moss. Yes. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. That's it was right. an interesting take on that, actually. It was a good movie. I, yeah, I, yeah. I've I've watched the uh, behind the scenes like sound design part of that, like where he lifts her up scene, so many times. It's uh, so interesting. Yeah, there was a really great like uh, YouTube breakdown on how well they made the sound be spooky. Um, and yeah, they it, they made a lot of it fairly plausible too, which was yeah. refreshing. Yeah, no, it was it was a really good take on that story. Um, at number three this week. Way uh, better than the Chevy Chase version. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that was directed by Sam Raimi. Or not yeah. Sam Raimi. Um, um, hey, wait, Chevy Chase? I just remember Kevin Bacon. Oh, man. That was Hollow Man. That was Hollow Man. No, 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 no. Chevy not Sam Raimi. Wes Craven. Wes Craven. Not Wes Craven. Um, 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 uh, not Wes. It was... Um, uh, Carpenter, John Carpenter. That was directed by John Carpenter. Oh yeah, Hollow Man was no oh. uh, Memoirs oh, of oh. an Invisible Man, oh. starring Chevy Chase. Wow, I'll have to check that out. It's, it's terrible. Crazy. It's a terrible oh. movie. Yeah, it's a piece of shit. It's awful. <laughs> so apparently, what happened is Chevy Chase. Um, it, this was his pet project, and this was at a period where Wes, uh, where um, where uh, John Carpenter was not getting a lot of work. He'd had a couple big failures. Um, so he uh, came on for hire, 
and Chevy Chase would like show up on set and like be pissed off that he had to sit in makeup for three hours to make his face and teeth all blue and so that he could be invisible. Um, he, he executive produced it. It was his movie. And, it was his idea. Yeah, yeah, but he'd get pissed off and like leave halfway through shooting and like wipe the blue off. He's like, I don't need this shit. Just use someone else. I'm invisible anyways. And like just leave the set. And so like, oh, so like John Carpenter had to like get a fucking stunt guy in, paint blue and act. And then Chevy Chase would just do voiceover later because Chevy Chase was like too much of a prick to sit on set and, and act. I would have been like, that's how replaceable you are. That's all you proved to me. Yeah. Yeah. So fuck off. <laughs> it's yeah. John, it's the only movie that John Carpenter refuses to talk about in interviews that he's made, that his name is attached mm. to as director. And he made vampire in Brooklyn. So yeah, he did. There's <laughs> a lot. Yeah, he did. Uh, um, so, all right. No, no, no. He made vampires. Uh, he also oh Wes Craven Craven was Vampire in Brooklyn Carpenter was, was John Carpenter's I Vampires them up a lot yeah um, that was uh, yeah. James Woods in Vampires where he's like a the vampire hunter and vampire and hunter, his girlfriend yeah. turns into a vampire yeah anyways um <laughs> at number three this week uh, I can't imagine why this is here. The true life story of Christian music star Jeremy Camp and his journey of love and loss that looks to prove there is always hope. I can't imagine. I bet the twist is Jesus. <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course. Uh, I can't imagine how a uh, inspirational Christian movie happened to make it into the top ten when no one was in their right minds. Were going how much to did that make? Uh, that made nine million eight hundred and sixty-eight thousand oh. dollars. But they um, passed around a plate. Yeah, the camp. Um, it's um, song heart song no it's one of those ones that's got like a really cheesy christian like title oh. like like i like um like god is real like jesus jesus plays jesus plays the keyboard <laughs> it's called i still believe <laughs> yeah good for you yeah. it's, it's wow. not a fucking news article <laughs> <laughs> what a week yeah, entertainment. Opening at number two this week. I I just gonna say the whole thing. Ray Garrison, a slain soldier, is reanimated with superpowers. <laughs> Soup sandwich. <laughs> uh, blood snot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> blood sweat <laughs> and <laughs> tears. Spinning wheel. Uh, opened. I would have preferred that. It opened at number two. It couldn't even hit number one its first week. <laughs> it's only well, it's, it's only week. It's only week of release. It couldn't hit number one. <laughs> Guess you're not as indestructible as you thought. And at number one, two brothers embark on a journey to bring their father back to life. Oh, this is those animated pants. It's what. The Magic Pants. Yeah. Yeah. Chris it, Pratt it, and Tom Holland. Yep, it's a Pixar. Uh, I can't remember what it was called. Enchanted. It was pretty forgettable by Pixar standards. Yeah. It's called yeah. Onward. Uh, oh, yeah. It, op oh, it opened yeah. the previous <laughs> week. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, 
Let's see. And and they they put this on streaming like real fast after this too. I didn't uh, realize it was Pixar. I just thought it was one of their like Disney CGI. Yeah, no, it was it was a Pixar. Um, it was only open two weeks. It opened the prior week. It was only open two weeks, and it managed to make one hundred and forty-one million dollars. Wow, that's Pixar, man. Pixar money. Um, it shows you where the market Disney. is. Disney, Disney money. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Disney just tells you to go. It doesn't ask. <laughs> right. A pandemic. Cough into your elbow. Jeez. <laughs> right. Do what you need. To that do. is the box office top ten, which brings us to the character and comic book background. Al, <laughs> did you know Bloodshot's a comic book character? Oh, yeah. Um, his name is Groot. Um, <laughs> yes, finally. Oh. <laughs> and he was created by Stan Lee. And um, No, I saw your background and I was furiously trying to find some information on it, which I couldn't do. Was it? So tell us, Thoreau, Professor Thoreau. Tell <laughs> you could have told us anything, buddy. You could have said anything, and we would have eaten out of your hand. Professor uh, Thoreau, tell us about the comic book background of Bloodshot. You, yeah, you have Thank a you. background. Thank you. I, I, the, the, the distinguished gentleman from Al's house <laughs> um, yields the floor. Yeah. Um, he was he, okay. So he's part of. He was um, a valiant comics character. Um, Valiant Comics. I don't know anything about Valiant Comics. What the hell else did they do? Um, God. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember a lot of them, but I remember the um, the the label. Of, They're like C tier. Uh, yeah, they they've been around for quite a while. Let's see. They're, they're, Bloodshot is their big marquee character. They also have Shadow Man, Man Exo yeah. Man of War, Rai, yes. Archer and Armstrong. Gilad, the Eternal Warrior, Doctor Mirage. <laughs> that sounds like <laughs> that sounds, practice of medicine. Yeah, Doctor Mirage sounds like the name from like the boys or something. Yeah, um, I know, Doctor. Um, yeah, I think I've had I think I've had a few of those in boxes of comics that I've bought. Yeah, you know. yeah, I always saw them in the, yeah. in the shops. Um, so, Bloodshot was created in 1992 by Kevin Van Hook, Don Perlin, and Bob Layton, who are all writers and artists for Valiant Comics throughout the 90s. Um, he's, his story is he was a, a Marine who, was, uh, who died and was reanimated uh, as indestructible half-robot guy. <laughs> like, oh, that's actually, um, the original Bloodshot <laughs> character uh, was a mafia hitman um, named Angelo mm. Mortali. Ah, uh, he's experimented on by Project Rising Spirit. I think that's where we get the RST. Yeah. That we hear throughout this movie. That makes um, sense. He was rebooted in 1997 uh, to be depicted as covert operative Raymond Garrison, mm-hmm. um, who uses the cover identity of Angelo Mortali while infiltrating the mafia. You thought Al didn't do research. Ow. Ow, look at you. I'm doing it on the fly. <laughs> There's a reason yeah. that you teach um, the children it's like well. Jazz. <laughs> when I when I tried to type in bloodshot, I typed in bloodshot. Please don't read us those. If you have <laughs> if you have bloodshot, please see a doctor. That's not normal. Yeah, absolutely. Take it from me. Yeah. You can, you can listen to us on your way to the doctor's office, though. 
Okay, so we've got uh, abilities of superhuman strength, speed, agility, stamina, and reflexes, regeneration. He's a master hand-to-hand combatant, a skilled marksman, limited shape-shifting abilities, technopathy, that's always a good one, <laughs> and um, he's got some sort of camouflage aspects to him. Huh. That's, that's fun. <laughs> so he just, he just melts into the wall at the party. During a boring conversation. <laughs> yeah, I guess if he's if he's got a nano machine, I doubt it was nano machines at that point. Yeah. But uh, if he's got nano machines, he can change the color of his skin slightly. Oh, in 1997, he was rebooted because Acclaim Entertainment, which owns Valiant uh, uh, Comics, rebooted the entire Valiant universe. Oh wow! Huh. Uh, all right. <laughs> always, That's what we need. Always fun. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, do, 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 do. uh, but apparently, uh, he had like permanently alabaster skin and red eyes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's him behind me. No one right, this exactly. can see yeah. this, but that's yes, my. Yeah. Uh, it's just like really the, the whitest of whites. Hmm. Um, do, 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 do. you know, because blood. Yeah. Oh, he was rebooted again in 2012. <laughs> okay, what happened then? Um, uh, uh, Rising Spirit program, Project Rising Spirit, uh, PRS. Um, it says they've been regularly creating different super soldiers since World War II, and they oh. have a whole bloodshot squad. Wow. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, at some point, there was a dog test subject named Bloodhound. Wait, did, what, what was the squad called? Was it called the Bloodshot Squad? Because that is the craziest. <laughs> it was called Bloodshot Squad. Ever. <laughs> Bloodshot Squad. squad. It, was, it was Bloodshot Squad. Um, Bloodshot and everyone stands up. And yeah, they were. Some of them were cyborgs. Uh, Ray Garrison believes he was a soldier. With a wife and son back home. What does that mean? Here's what he believes. He believes it, so it's not true. Um, you don't want to tell us. Yeah. So yeah. So okay. So this is the second on-screen appearance of the character Bloodshot. No. What? Yes, he appeared in a made-for-comic-book.com movie. What? Called Did it get a theatrical called, release? No, it was only. It wasn't even released streaming. It was only released on. Well, I guess technically it's streaming. Comicbook.com in 2018. It was feature length. Called Ninjack versus the Valiant Universe. <laughs> Ninjack. Ninjack. Yeah. Um, was... Starring Michael Rowe as Ninjack. Um, he'll kick your ass and he'll fix your plumbing. Who who was Deadshot in the Arrow series? Um, yeah, um, and plain plain Bloodshot was Jason David Frank, who was best known as a Power Ranger. Oh, well, that's cool. Okay, my question though is: Did ComicBook.com make money on this venture? Who knows? It was right. I want to know. That's no, crazy. They, had to, they ended up having to pay you. Mm. Oh, he was Tommy Oliver. It. Yeah. From the Power Rangers. Is that he the was... Green Ranger? No. Uh, he, he started as the Green and then he turned into the White Ranger. That's right. Uh, he was he was the <laughs> tallest. 
He was, he was the tallest uh, Power Ranger in the movie that we watched. He had long hair, right? He, he was yeah. that guy. Yeah. He, he was the dreamy one. Yeah. I wasn't allowed <laughs> the, to the watch the boy. Power Rangers as a kid, but man, I, I love me some Green Ranger. I wasn't allowed to either. It you know what? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I stopped watching the Power Rangers once they kicked Pete Best out. <laughs> Cody loved it. So, I, yeah, I watched a lot of Power Rangers. I'm looking at a picture of uh, Jason David Frank, a.k.a. Tommy Oliver, from 2019 GalaxyCon, and he's still dreamy. Wow. <laughs> I bet. Save that Save that one. Do you think he still plays that little flute thing? <laughs> <laughs> Once a flautist. Uh, so, all right. That brings us to the uh, production of the film. Um, okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> So, they uh, Columbia, aka Sony. It annoys me that Sony owns Columbia, but they insist on calling everything a Sony Pictures film. Like it's Columbia, motherfuckers. Your studio's called Columbia. Right. It goes. It's over a hundred years old. Um, they're yeah, trying to sell they laptops do that to Paramount sometimes. and cameras. Yeah. That's why they do it. Sony yeah, has technology apps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Playstations. Yeah, yeah, they're right. they're just selling electronics. Let's, let's face it, PlayStation sell themselves. Um, and plus, the Columbia Pictures uh, video game <laughs> model did not go over well. Um, so yeah, uh, they bought the rights in 2015. I can't imagine they were expensive. <laughs> can't imagine they were expensive. at a yard sale. <laughs> <laughs> They announced a five-picture deal to bring five different Valiant Comics superheroes to the big screen. This That's was fucking cool, years. dude. That's really yeah, yeah. cool. That's yeah. incredible. I thought you were going to say four of his. It, oh, yeah. Five of these movies have been... Uh, I, it's like Jason Bourne all over again. Oh, Jesus. Oh, worse. But bringing so something much like that to the screen is kind of neat. Like putting eyes on other comic properties. Yeah. I'm yeah. all about yeah, that. Trying to create a universe. Good for them. But what happens? Well, so yeah, originally Jared Leto was in negotiations to play Bloodshot. He really wanted to play in a movie where his blood did weird stuff. He really did. Of course he was. Oh. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> David Escoyer probably helped out on this one. Um, but then that fell through, of course. Um, um, let's see. This was a... Uh, they gave the screenplay... To Jeff Wadlow and Eric uh, Heiserer. Jeff Wadlow, <laughs> um, let's see, he wrote um, Kick-Ass 2, um, the 2020 Fantasy Island movie. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, ooh, the 2007 Prey, which is not to be confused <laughs> with the 2022 Prey. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the 2005, he wrote and directed 2005's Cry Wolf, which is looks like a really bad slasher movie. Um, Eric uh, Heiserer, I guess that's how you pronounce his name. Um, let's see. He was a writer on the 2010 Nightmare on Elm Street reboot, Final Destination 5, The Thing reboot, which was not terrible. It was technically a prequel. No. Technically a prequel. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it was... Better than I 
it had any right to be. It still wasn't. Agreed. <laughs> yeah, agreed. What's What's crazy about that movie is they filmed the whole thing with practical effects for the monsters, and then the studio afterwards made them put CGI over all of the practical effects. I know. It's so lame. Because the first one, those practical effects were terrifying. Yeah. That dog still is in my brain. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, David Heiser. Brian, you're, you're muted. Didn't they have them change it because it was too scary? Yeah. Like it made people sick. Yeah, I, that was part of it. Yeah, they wanted to go for a PG-13 um, instead of an R. What a damn shame. Yeah. What a damn shame. Um, so, yeah, uh, David Heiserer also was a writer on um, Arrival, the uh, Dennis Villanueva film. Villanueva. I didn't ever know how to one, say his name. Won Oscars, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Again, not terrible. Could have been better. But. Um, he didn't. He didn't win an Oscar for writing, but that one did win some Oscars, yeah. Um, and he also wrote Bird Box. <laughs> um, <laughs> My favorite subscription, sir. Uh, yeah. So um, it was directed <laughs> by... Parents just mail you dead birds. Yeah, each month. Them. It each was... month you get a new dead bird. Well, hopefully it's alive, but, you know, mail. It's in a box. I mean... Poke some holes in it. I know why the... Like it's bird in the to. box is dead because it's in a box. Um, it was uh, directed by uh, David F. Wilson. Um, wow. Who? Uh, let's see. Um, was also a director on a segment from Love, Death, and Robots. And did the visual effects for the Force Unleashed two? Do you know which one uh, he did from Love, Death, and Robots? Um, I'm looking here. Um, let's see, because some of those are incredible. Some of them are really good. Yeah, um, the, he seems mostly to be a a um, effects guy, and he did a lot of uh, video game work. Um, it- that's interesting because this is like a, instead of being a, like John Wick is all the, uh, what are they called? Um, martial artists and the stunt doubles stage, and stuff. Stage mm-hmm. combat type. Yeah. yeah. All, it was like a collaborative effort between all the best people, whatever. This kind of reminds me of something where it's like, oh yeah, we got a great VFX team together. Absolutely. For a a the, video game director. The effects were yeah. pretty decent. The action yeah, was fine. I, yeah. Like it wasn't bad. All of that stuff yeah. is just you know, the, the movie itself. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's hard to make a movie with Vin Diesel as your only like compelling character. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, a character you can't get behind. They don't yeah. really make you uh, care about this. Yeah. If, I don't if know. this had been oh. Chris Pratt, we would have loved this movie. I I'm pretty sure. Okay, this know. is um, he directed Sunny's Edge, uh, Love, Death, and Robots, which was about the underground fighting robot animals. I remember that one. I know yeah. which one you mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, and of course, stars Vin Diesel, who we have spoken about previously, because um, he was Groot. Still is yeah. Groot, as far as I know. Still is Groot. Oh, yeah. We've talked about it before. Oh, he was Groot for he, the shorts. He, yeah. He'll that be. just came out. Yeah, he, but he records every line. Every they don't loop him. Single it's line. It's in his contract. It's in his contract. They can't loop him. Yeah. Not like they screwed the Roadrunner over back in the day. <laughs> one they, paid, beep, they paid me for one beep and they just looped it. They did it twice. They paid him for one meep. 
<laughs> so Vin Diesel's a genius, or his agent is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we've got um, Isa Gonzalez as KT. Um, She's been in a ton of stuff. She, yeah, since this. She yeah, uh, she was she was just an ambulance. The, yeah, the Michael Bay and, joint. And then and uh, never mind. Just ambulance. <laughs> yeah, was she in an ambulance or the movie? <laughs> yeah, a little in bit. ambulance, right? <laughs> um, she was in um Godzilla versus Kong. Uh, Ooh. she was in Baby Driver. Um, that's where I recognize her. Yeah, from. uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Hmm. And uh, Alita Bat- Battle Angel. Oh God. Um, she was uh she was Janet Weiss in the Rocky Horror Show live stream theater. Oh wow. Uh That's thingy. Cool. Yeah. Uh, that came out two years ago. Huh. She got know that. Oh my god. She got her start in Mexican television. Um Fuck yeah. She was in um her first show was Lola. Uh, wait, wait, wait. What, the, 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 let me get the Spanish. Lola, arase un vez, which means Lola once upon a time, which was like a Nick a Nick sitcom, but for for oh, Mexico. so like a like a teen like iCarly show, iCarly yeah. or Wizards of Waverly Place. Yeah, um, no, no. and then she moved from that into a telenovela called Mañana es para siempre, which translates to <laughs> Tomorrow is forever. Yeah, so. Good yeah, for her. and she did, good. Awesome. she did a few telenovelas. Yeah, nice. Um, also, recently, uh, she was in the From Dusk Till Dawn series as Santanico Pandemonium. Oh yes, that was the um, the uh, uh, what's her face? Um, in the that's the same character that was in the fir- the actual Dusk from Dawn movie uh, that was played by what Selma is Hayek. Selma Hayek. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Selma Hayek's character. So, yeah, she was fine in this. She was totally fine. Um, we've got Sam Hewen. Uh, let's see. He played Jimmy Dalton. <laughs> um, legs. Yeah, legs. Oh. Legs Dalton. <laughs> and they he, call me legs because I got to. And he, well, because <laughs> I have zero. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like calling a fat guy slim is one of them deals. Yeah. Oh, I, uh, yeah. Verbal irony. Yeah. Um, yeah. He knows how to use them. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, let's see. He started out. Um, oh, he was in, he's an outlander. Hmm. Uh, move a show, which I have never seen. Um, has been yeah he did a lot of tv throughout the 2000s not any good tv oh he was in two episodes of party animals on the bbc america um oof uh let's see as far as films go he was in the spy who dumped me the uh Um, mila kunis kate mckinnon movie um when starlight ends which uh i've never heard of uh Let's see. His most recent film has been SAS Red Notice, which is all right. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, uh, uh, Toby Kebble as Martin Axe. That's the 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 first dude that wears the white uh, puffy Doom, coat, right? From Fan Four Stick. Yes, Doctor Doom from Fan Four Stick. 
Um, yep. Yep. That's doing that creepy, you know, dance, yeah. psycho dance that we just saw done much better. By I Ian McGregor. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's Absolutely. fair. That's really fair. But I loved it. I thought it was. They really had him. It adds to it. You know? Otherwise, he walks in the room with a big white wait, coat. Wait, you know? yeah. If it wasn't for him, that was the single most interesting moment of the entire film. For Dude, me. right. You didn't know it was going to happen. As a dance performance in a movie, it was pretty impressive. You yeah. Know? Not to give him too much credit for dancing like a creep, but like he was moving. Yeah. Uh, Tallulah Riley plays Gina. Uh, Gina Garrison. She's. Oh, the the first <laughs> the wife the first host from uh, Westworld. Yes, yes, yeah. exactly. She's like the greeter. Yes, Angela, yeah. Angela on Westworld. Jason. Yeah. Um. Let's see. She got her start in BBC television. She was in some Poirot, uh, Marple. Uh, she did some Doctor Who. Poirot. Poirot. <laughs> <laughs> she did the 2005 uh, Pride and Prejudice. Um. Oh, she was in Inception. Okay. Oh hmm. yeah, yeah. Or uh, was she? <laughs> or was, <laughs> oh, she was also an Asgardian nurse in Thor: The Dark World. Hmm. Huh. So, Who wasn't in that? That's where there. I don't know her. From. <laughs> yeah. Uh, L- Lamorne Morris as Wiggins, <laughs> aka <Pass>. yeah, <laughs> A, uh, aka Winston from New Girl. Um, with the, with that accent, with though. that fucking right. accent, I was like Winston. I the entire time I thought he was. I just kept seeing him as Winston doing an accent because that's the kind of thing <laughs> the character did on New Girl. It reminded me of uh, what was that? The Italian Job. Oh, where uh, who was that? Baby Lord, um, War Machine, uh, Cheadle, Don Cheadle yeah. has a British accent. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, obviously, Lamorne Morris is probably best known from the new girl. Um, he was also in Barbershop, the next cut. Um, oh, Jumanji, the next level. <laughs> um, any other next movies? No, those are the only two. It's disappointing. Oh, he was in Game Night. That's a good movie. Um, the uh, Jason Bateman, Rachel McAdams one. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cute. Looks, looks like he's going to be in an upcoming episode of Fargo. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. Oh, it's a great show. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> his, oh no. Um, his his episode. He did an episode of the Eric Andre show, which was t- um, in which he played a character called N Word Scissorhands. <laughs> and I'm sure Hannibal was. Wow. That's whack. Right. Uh. Okay. Um, yeah, Guy Pierce as Dr. Emil Harding. We spoke about Guy Pierce on this show when uh, he was in Iron Man 2? Three. three. Iron Man 3. Yeah, when he was playing this exact same character. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, we may see him again. Exact same. If uh, we ever get through the Alien series, he plays Peter Wayland himself from Wayland yutani fame. And those YouTube shorts were so cool with him. Another mm. exact replica of this character. Yeah. He's doing that did, and Killian. Did he die in Iron Man? Yes. Because I, I know Justin Hammer's coming back. He gets blown up yeah. by Pepper oh. because she has the ability to 
do that. But it's extremists. He could come back. <laughs> well, she's quite a voucher. I yeah. think she could do that in real life, right? Her, her pH is balanced. <laughs> Let me just tell Those you Those chakras are aligned. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, her BMs are award-winning. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Um, playing Nick Barris, Johannes Hakor Johansson. He's Icelandic, so my apologies to Iceland for butchering that name. Um, Fuck them, they're melting. Oh, I, Johansson, I'm sure it's Johansson. Okay, Johansson. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's best known for um, playing Lem Lemon Cloak on Game of Thrones. <laughs> I don't All remember right, Lem right. Lemon Cloak, but that's what Wikipedia tells me. Um, he was also in Atomic. When life gives you lemons, yeah. make a cloak. <laughs> he was in Atomic Blonde, um, Alpha. I don't remember that movie. Um, and uh, oh, he was in this, the Eurovision movie, the Will Will Ferrell That's Eurovision. Yeah, movie. yeah, ding dong. That's where I recognize him from. <laughs> Have you guys seen that movie? I, no, not I, yet. Oh, they, he's he is always yelling at Will Ferrell. Play Ya Ya Ding Dong. And then they play Ya Ya Ding Dong, which is like a Norwegian folk song. <laughs> and it's the funniest shit because it happens throughout the entire movie. That's where I recognized him from. Sorry. I love that movie. Um, it original So this Bloodshot was originally supposed to be released on February 21st, 2020, but they pushed it back, <laughs> which in retrospect was not a great idea. Um, they, they probably had to finish VFX or something. Probably, yeah. Um, it moved to streaming on March 18th. Who who was the IT guy? Did you talk about him? The IT oh, guy for uh, Killian? That's whatever his name Siddharth, is, Robot Hand? Uh, Siddharth uh, Don, Dananje. Um, let me see. His... Siddharth Dananje, his Wikipedia says, or I'm sorry, his IMDb says he is known for Bloodshot, <laughs> as well Ouch. as a movie called Patty Cakes, <laughs> which came out in 2017. Um, and I'm a sorry, series, Patty Cakes? Patty Cakes. And a prime, a prime um, streaming show called Undone, which I am unfamiliar with. Oh, I watched that. That's where I recognize him from. That's uh, a rotoscope show. Oh, with, uh, that Bowden show. Game. Okay. And the gal who played Alita Battle Angel. Yes, I it's kept. An, it's an incredible, like, psychological thing. I, I kept meaning to watch that, but never got around to it. There's a second season, and I. That's where I'm at with the second season. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, March 18th, they announced it would go to streaming on March 24th, which it did. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Integrity. Well, and now you can't find it. Anymore. Um, sure. Yeah, exactly. For, for free anyway. Yeah. You think they're trying to figure out a, another way to make money off this movie still? Besides selling it to like well, a streaming service? It was number one video on demand for two weeks after it was released. So they did make more money off it than the 37. So they probably came pretty close to recouping it because all of that video on demand movie, they don't have to split with the theaters. Yeah, that goes directly to the production and distribution yeah mm-hmm. so do you, do you have that uh mo- that dollar amount it sorry do, no. to belabor that but um it'd be really interesting to see the first the first movie to get hit by direct to streaming as a 
thing. Um, oof, let me see. Um, but <laughs> eh, I don't think it's going to tell me here. There's a yeah, because that's hard to track. There's no like Nielsen. It was a twenty dollar video on demand movie though. Wow. And it was number wow. one, so I it I'm sure it made. Oh, here we go. Here we go. No, no, I got it. I got it. It made. Nope. No, no, no. <laughs> it's not the dollar amount. <laughs> It's just yeah, the amount us. for streaming. So the top. Oh, it was just just a pile of rags. Yeah. <laughs> the the top ten streaming movies for those for that for the week it was released it was number one. Number two was Jumanji: The Next Level. Then Knives Out, The Greatest Showman, Bombshell, Onward, Midway, Uncut Gems, Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker, and Frozen Two. That's wow. our top ten uh, streaming the week not, the week of that's COVID. A lot to compete with. The week the, the the second week of COVID. This movie made two hundred ninety six dollars in Lithuania box office. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing going to keep us down. Die hard Vin Diesel fans in Lithuania. <gasps> I bet. Um, I bet he's huge in Eastern Europe. We're just yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck I yeah, he is. Um, that's uh, that's all we got. We spent too much time on the. Yeah, we really did. Anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I think, I, yeah go ahead i'm sorry that was in lithuania it was 296 dollars opening weekend all right oh wait that was the only weekend <laughs> <laughs> it's the first and only movie I, in lithuania um, that's probably one showing probably probably yeah. yeah um let's see um on rotten tomatoes it has a score of, oh God, I lost it. Okay, Rotten Tomatoes has a score of 31%. 31%. Um, It was not well-reviewed. I've got a few uh, letterboxed reviews here. (laughs) Uncle Isaac writes, fucking awful. Some of the worst writing I've ever seen. The jokes seem like they're actively trying to get you to walk into oncoming traffic with how cliche it all is. The pacing is so bad, it took me two days to muster up the courage to finish this abomination of a movie. Vin Diesel is this movie's worst decision. His goofy-ass voice is this movie's saving grace. It's so fucking funny listening to him say anything. He's a bad actor. Five stars. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. There was a punchline. I did not see that coming. Five stars. Um, <laughs> why did he finish it he's like it took me this long um austin david writes only one word gangsta five stars sure <laughs> okay um yeah. same as the guy who hated it jackson fulcher writes i can't believe i risked my life getting coronavirus for this piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> Half a star that was posted March Based. that was posted March 12th, 2020. <laughs> I can't so somewhere. I love it. I love that guy. And he who pu writes. No, say it again. Yeah, you could you got this throw. Hugh you, Hugh you Pew Pew writes. <laughs> he who pew pew. Hugh Hugh Pew Pew writes. Oh, like a riddle. Okay, what do you Sorry say? to flex, but they're shooting this right outside of our hotel in Montreal, and I saw Vin Diesel's shiny bald head shining bright in the sun. Five stars. August 2019. 
<laughs> no opinion given. Five stars. He was he was truly blinded by the light. Yes, and I love his humility and no flex. But uh, oh, I thought for a second he was going to say something very different. He's like, no flex, but I catch Vin Diesel's ass. <laughs> Uh, so all right guys are we ready to jump into the bloodshot (laughs) let's turn into tiny robots and go in vin diesel's body time for a live fire test (laughs) let's pretend it's dennis quaid in a little shit Uh, (laughs) here is bloodshot we open in mombasa kenya American soldier Roy Garrison leads his team. Maybe it's just him. (laughs) He keeps talking to people, but no one's around. He's like (laughs) racing another team, I think. I don't know. Um, There's a hostage situation. He saves the hostage, gets wounded in the process. This is the uh, hostage Iditarod. Yes. (laughs) Yes. He had to swim. The great thing about this movie was that um, there's so little plot that. It was like 20 minutes to do all of the notes because it's it's like that that was a 10 minute scene. That was one sentence. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, we cut to them arriving back at their base in Italy, I guess. Uh, he is disobeying orders. That's right. Uh, that was a plot point. They told him not to breach. He's like breaching now. Yep, he's a loose cannon. Yeah. Well, he did it for his family. Yeah. Oh, and when he gets back, he says, he's a, look at that. That's why we do it, guys. For <laughs> the nookie. So you can take this cookie. Yeah, they were the weirdest special forces team. It was and none of those dudes were in his mission. What were they doing the whole time he was getting the hostage? You think they were watching him? They were like cheering him on? Yeah. Yeah. Go, go. Go, Ray, go. Um, <laughs> Mr. Galson. <laughs> um, so yeah, he meets his wife, Gina, on the tarmac. They reunite with Kissin. Then they decide to go to some sort of farmer's market in on the <laughs> in the Mediterranean coast in an Italian village. <laughs> he doesn't need to debrief or chill out. He's like, no. I murder and I farmer's market. <laughs> Go antiquing. Yeah, he's like, ooh, look at that. Handmade towels. (laughs) I shot a guy in the head. This candle is vanilla scented. I just can't believe him doing any of this because it's Vin Diesel. They should have just cast some nondescript military looking dude who's built like a cannonball. Vin Diesel does not walk through a farmer's market on the Mediterranean. Like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Is this corning glass? (laughs) <laughs> are these cucumbers uh, organic <laughs> like, yeah you're standing in a farm dummy um yeah so then they head to uh the hotel where they have sex with a lot of candles a an unsafe number of candles for vin Agreed. diesel to be I, thrashing I'm around sorry. they have sex near a lot of candles yeah, <laughs> yeah. not with yes. not with or no. on <laughs> King Shang the mouth. Yeah. There is an that's an unsafe number of candles for Vin Diesel to be thrashing around on a bed near. I, I'm with Thoreau. Yeah. You know, safety first. Right. Um 
So Gina tells him that she don't like him going off and doing military stuff. She wishes he'd stay home and he always comes home. And the fact that this is all scripted by um, Guy Pierce doesn't make it any less cliched. Yeah. 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 It was, uh, it was, was it, was it scripted by uh, Guy Pierce or the, uh, the, the IT guy. The, it might I have, thought it was the yeah. IT guy. Okay, yeah, maybe it was the IT drags guy. Drags on him for hitting all the checking all the boxes. That's right. Yeah, yeah. But still, another weird interest uh, instance of oh, we're having this conversation right now for the first time. Right. Well, and also, yeah, and also though, like they like to hang a lampshade on a lot of like the cliche movie action movie trope stuff, but they mm-hmm. still do them all. <laughs> they still do right. it. Like just yeah. just because you call it out doesn't mean you're not doing it. It felt right. it, this. You know what this movie feels like? This is an American Bollywood movie. Mm. Yeah, like unforgiving. It's celebrating the famous star. None of the plot makes any sense. Some fight scenes. Yeah, yeah. it is ultimately very heroic. Movie ends. It feels like an early two thousands action movie. It doesn't feel like yeah. something that came out in twenty twenty. Or maybe it do- maybe it does, twist. and I just don't watch these movies anymore. Could be, yeah. Um, okay, yeah. So, anyways, the next morning he wakes up. She's gone to get breakfast. He goes into the bathroom to shave, wash. He just stares into the mirror and runs the water. He doesn't actually do anything. So I don't know. And the man is as <laughs> slick as a dolphin. Right. He's shaving. <laughs> you throw him down a slip and slide. He'd never stop. <laughs> He's like Neo when he came out of the pod. When he, when he came out of the Matrix. <laughs> He's still covered in that pink film, too. Like, oh, I got to shave. No, you don't. Ever. Um, oh, God. So, um, yeah. Then he gets attacked by some guys. They tranquilize him. He wakes up in a meat locker. Uh, <laughs> a guy ruins the talking heads for him forever. I love this scene. I cannot get over how bad I, and good this was. They're in a fucking meat locker. No, I liked all of that. The, I wish the they ceremonious used- jacket. Yeah. The song is overplayed, you know. I mean, it's it, psycho it is, killer, yeah. It's it's a needle drop for a lot of, like, crazy guys in movies. But, yeah, I liked all of this scene. A meat locker is an awesome way to fucking flex. <laughs> You can't get out. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. I loved how they, how they turned that around to like, yes, it was very on the nose. Yeah. Because I wrote it that way, which, which makes it better than him just being a crazy person who is actually doing this. Yes, absolutely. Um, The meta thing. Yeah. They, they, yeah. They call out all of the cliches they're doing. Um, This is the only one that works. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, uh, yeah, he hauls in Gina. He threatens to kill her if Ray doesn't tell him who tipped off the Americans about the hostages he saved. With the Anton Chigger uh, cow yeah. killer. Yeah. Pressurized prod thing or whatever they call that. The Ram. The thing. Ram Jam. <laughs> Ram. <laughs> Razzle Dazzle. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, Ray says he doesn't know. So evil dude says he believes him, then executes Gina anyways. Ray bows revenge, and then evil white coat dude kills Ray also. Uh, did we mention his name? Martin Axe? Martin Axe. Did they say his name in the first sequence? He, oh, he yeah, says he's, his name. Okay, yeah, Martin yeah. Axe. said it right away. 
Uh, Which is funny when we find out later on that they're saying their own names. Yes. Yeah, so that he will... Yeah, exactly. Um, then we get a credit sequence. It's intercut with Ray on a metal table. He's having medical technology stuff done to his body. This is like the 13-minute mark. There's a 13-minute tag mm-hmm. to this movie. It's yeah. like... It's like the Weapon R program. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not quite Weapon X. The Weapon V program for Vin. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, oh, we're going to halfway do it. What What was it called, Al? American Spirit? Uh, Rising Spirit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the name of the company in the show was Rising Spirit Technologies. Yeah, because spirit and technology, they just go hand in hand. <laughs> they do. Spiritualism and practical technology. Um, Odd choice. Okay, tangent. Because uh, it just reminded me, Jude made me watch all of uh, Evangelion, um, the old '90s anime, because he makes oh, me okay. watch a lot of anime. Something which I'm <laughs> not entirely on board with, but he's my kid, so I do. Yeah, it. Ella's obsessed. Yeah. You know, um, so he just made fine. me watch Evangelion, and the movie, which was just a wrap up of the series, because the series got canceled early. Which, by the way, I think they had $26 to make the last episode of because they literally at one point are showing shots of the script <laughs> with the voiceover. <laughs> or, or guys. Um, yeah. Like just photographs of the script with the voiceover. Like they could like, yeah, they had no money, but they got to make a movie. The movie, you know, at the beginning where they have the, all the production companies come up. Mm-hmm. We counted. There were 12 it took three minutes to go through the entire production company logos showing at Everyone the beginning that of the screen. Um, that movie was like a fucking David Lynch animation. It was insane. <laughs> I have never seen a cartoon like that. <laughs> That's awesome. It was like the uh, like it was it was like a certain uh, parts of the wall, but a feature length. Wow. It was insane. Oh. Absolutely fucking insane. And Interesting. it ends with all of humanity becoming an orange goo that has a single consciousness. Oh, I'm into uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. I wanna I wanna be the goo. Let's be goo. Honestly, I'm not into anime in any way, shape, or form, but that story in that movie was or the, that show in general was a fucking insane. <laughs> and, yeah. Anyways, so um yeah, so he wakes up. Ray wakes up on the table. He meets KT, the obvious romantic lead. See, here's the thing. is the part that weren't scripted by the IT guy were also just as cliched and generic as the parts that were. And it's weird to have it all sort of the crux of it be uh, revenge for the death of his love. And then, like you said, Love interest <laughs> just introduced right away. Yeah. Like they, they didn't immediately like go for each other, but yeah, no downtime. We need a new chick right away. Right away. Well, and yeah, it's revenge. And then he just wants to destroy them all for doing that to him. And then, yeah, I, I guess, I guess the whole movie is like a lead up for now. We can go and save other people and stuff, but it is, it is. But you, you would have think he would have had that solitude. Like the Punisher didn't get a girlfriend. You know, like he was pretty hung up on the death of his wife for a long, long time. Right. Sure, didn't get a girlfriend. Right? <laughs> it's how true, often though. was there a love interest? Like he didn't have time for that shit. 
Well, the Punisher, the Punisher didn't have a robo dick. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The, pun- no, no, no. the Punisher was in love with pun- <laughs> with punishing. He was another Marine that went. He loved so the was game. Spawn, but Spawn came a year after this. Yeah. yeah. But this, this is weird. The robot love interest thing. They're both augmented. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, then he meets the clearly secretly evil Dr. Harding. Um, Dr. Harding explains to him that he's at Rising Spirit Technologies in Kuala Lumpur. <laughs> if, Beautiful downtown. If if your if your technology company is based in Kuala Lumpur, they are one hundred percent not on the up and up. Yeah, they're yeah, doing things so. <laughs> not to the highest ethical standard. Yes. Why why are all my checks through Saint the island of Saint George or Saint Bill? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, they do cybernetic enhancements for disabled U.S. military personnel, raise the first successful subject of the Bloodshot Program. (laughs) Yeah, that's a branding problem right off the bat. (laughs) Yes, you don't want to call it Bloodshot. People aren't going to like that. Yeah. Signing up for that. There's a sign-up sheet and a pencil and a yarn. Nobody has signed. <laughs> Why not like afterlife or something? Like I thought it was. Right. You know, I thought I was signing up um, for guys and dolls. <laughs> it was accidentally bloodshot <laughs> or some positive sort of operation. Bloodshot. Oh, okay. It's it's a paper on a lamppost with little pieces on the bottom you tear off. <laughs> Uh, do you like red mist? What is it called? The new drug? Nanite. Oh, red, red ice. <laughs> yeah. Which is just cherry flavored Mountain Dew. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Um, anyways, so he's, uh, let's see, they heal him through injecting nanites. We knew it was going to be nano something uh, into his bloodstream. No, no. She says, there aren't in your bloodstream. They are your bloodstream. Dun, dun, dun. Which, is, which is cool. That's interesting. Yeah. You know? <laughs> the hemo hobgoblin. <laughs> <laughs> the hemo hobgoblin. <laughs> Roboglobin. The What's he- up, Roboglobin? Oh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they. Uh, this makes him strong, and he has super fast healing and he can <laughs> access the internet. I guess he's got Wi-Fi in his head. Um, I wonder how much his roaming minutes are because he goes all over the place. Well, and like, how does that work with like, you've entered Mexico brain blood barrier. Cause you're, you don't have blood in your brain. Yeah. They would also have had to have put like some stuff in his brain. I imagine to make that yeah. all work. The whole interface. Yeah. Maybe it's just it's hacking his nervous system from his bloodstream. I'll allow it. Whatever. Yeah. They said, they said nano. <laughs> they said nano, so it all works out. Yeah. Um, they need to be regular. Yeah, we, we accept gamma as an explanation. Yeah. For you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there was a time when in movies, like, if they got into a smoky tube, that was all you needed. <laughs> so... <laughs> Totally, that's what it was. Um, so, yeah, uh, they, the nanites need to be regularly replaced or he runs out of nanites. Or recharged. <laughs> recharged. Recharged. Yeah, recharged. recharged. They, they all have very small lithium-ion batteries. Right? So, like, 
Yeah. What he, what he really needs AirPods. is an Anarch reactor. <laughs> Which, honestly, for some world-building <laughs> elements, this was kind of neat because he is a beta run of this technology. Mm. They're just working out the kinks with him, whatever, whatever. And then we find out later on that it can be improved because they didn't hire the best or whatever. Yeah. Um, so Ray has no memory. Dr. Harding tells him he was dead. He has no surviving family. Then he meets the other enhanced soldiers. <laughs> Legs, arms. Um, eyeballs. Yeah. Eyeballs. <laughs> oh, and lung lady. The whole she gang, can, they're here. She can breathe underwater. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It sounds like they're in an elementary school play about anatomy. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> I am the kidney and I have a friend <laughs> that night. Uh, Ray has a dream about um, him and Gina's deaths. He works out a bit. And then there was my single favorite closed caption, I think, in almost any movie I've ever seen. <laughs> At one point, it just said it? nanites trilling. <laughs> trilling gets used a lot i would be so insulted if that's that that's some stranger from thing. birth uh right. tentacle squelching yes um he discovers he's unbreakable <laughs> no no remember hyperdrive uh, initializing what does that sound like right <laughs> that's your sound description yeah, to anyone. What does that sound like? All right. Okay, so uh, he catches KT doing some underwater Tai Chi. <laughs> they spend some time bonding. She tells him a little bit about her past. She uh, turns on some music. <laughs> and it's the Talking Heads again. Uh, Ray has So a- is, is that the uh, Kill the Prime Minister of Malaysia trigger for the MK Ultra thing. Yeah. Yeah. Is <laughs> she she gets him to come to the pool and then she plays psycho killer every time he goes out to kill somebody? Yeah, it's like a Manchurian candidate type yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, like he has the dream, then she plays the music, and then he gets and then he leaves in his uh No, it's just that the talking heads were probably on the Columbia label. <laughs> Yeah. Well, do you think it's um? Do you think what do you think would happen if she accidentally played like once in a lifetime? And he's like, <laughs> I, oh, I don't know who I am. <laughs> Nothing but flowers. Yeah. So positive. Yeah. Imagine if they had used the Johnny Cash song for that was in the trailer. That was in the trailer, that was yeah. in the trailer for oh. like Mart, Martin Axe doing the the death or the 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 dance. That huh. would have been funny. Yeah. Yeah. It would have yeah, been hilarious. <laughs> or Baby Shark. <laughs> <laughs> the Macarena. <laughs> Just any. He's like, it's not over for me. <laughs> I'll decide. <laughs> uh, he just starts doing the, what's the thing where the kids did it back and forth? What was that called? The electric slide? No, no, the arms. What was it? Oh, flossing. the floss. Flossing. Floss. He starts yeah. flossing. I still can't um, do it. So I, I realize he put this face on all these different people. Each one of these people danced like that. Right? Yeah. Or yes. Did, or yeah. did they dance uniquely? We, we saw, a, we saw a nano feature. We saw a quick clip of them dancing similarly that they cut between. So I think yeah. they were all told to do the dance the same way. <laughs> It's also a dance school. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's one, three, hand left, hand right, combat. jazz hands. <laughs> you did hand-to-hand combat. Now it's time for tap. Uh, um, yeah. So uh, he has a flashback. He remembers everything about his former wife and life. 
including how they died and the dude's name. He decides to go seek revenge on the guy that killed them. Uh, he steals a truck. And, you, <laughs> and using the nanites and RST servers, he hacks into databases and tracks down uh, Martin Axe um, to Budapest. It finds him in a tunnel going through a, with a convoy of cars and so bodyguards. Did he drive from Kuala Lumpur to Budapest? Oh, no, he no, stole the he plane. Took, he took the jet stream, yeah. That's right. That's yeah, right. I stole the plane, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, he has nanos, but he still has to fly commercial. And he like he he like uploads the whole thing. It's it it's like he's like Neo. Or just like uh, I know yeah. I know I how to like fly him a plane. reading the manual. It's not ridiculous. No, it's, it's fine. not for in this universe. It's, it's fine. fine, yeah. Um so yeah, he uh Axe calls another dude, <laughs> the Icelandic dude, um, who also seems to wear a hooray <laughs> on the party line. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And uh, then then Ray kills uh, Martin Axe. Ray goes, meets up with his fellow soldiers. He's feeling tired. He's a little feller's all tuckered out. They're going to take him back to the base. (laughs) He's getting too old for these nanos. (laughs) Um, His nanite level is getting low. Um, They take him back. (laughs) What if they accidentally filled him with nanos? (laughs) Just a bunch of grandmas. (laughs) They're nanites. Nana eyes. (laughs) It's nanotechnology. She's making you a grilled cheese and soup. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Ray falls asleep on the table, and we discover his whole backstory is an implanted memory. He's done this many times before. Harding replaces Ray's memories with a new scenario of how Gina died. This time, instead of Axe doing the dance, it's Nick Barris. Uh, KT says she doesn't like these shenanigans. It's mean. And uh, Harding says that he's going to, he'll kill her if she, and deactivate her enhancements if uh, she doesn't continue to go along. Doesn't he turn her lungs off? Yeah. Yes, he does. <laughs> At some point. She does, later. but just that, that question. Doesn't he turn her lungs off? Um, yeah, so Ray wakes up. They do the whole thing over again. Ray goes after Barris, this time in jolly old England, mate, <laughs> which is the same accent that Winston from The New Girl was doing. Um, I was so confused when this happened, when like, because this is the first time, right, where it completely resets. Yeah. And it's like this like stutter of them resetting. I, I was like, what the? rewound at 30 seconds. I guess I wasn't paying close enough attention. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I were paying the appropriate. I'd amount. read the description first. So I kind of knew what was happening. I sometimes do that with movies. I don't want to watch too close. <laughs> I was going to say, I did watch it. I kind of watched it on a higher speed and Wikipedia, the synopsis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, I don't do that often. It's that kind of movie. I mean, it's yeah, yeah. I, I could follow. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, Barris is ready for him. He, he seems aware of who Ray is and tries to convince him that RST is evil. <laughs> From my point of view, the Jedi are evil. <laughs> IBM is evil. It's all perspective. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ray does kill him, but immediately afterwards, 
Wilfred Wiggins. Oh, Wilfred Wiggins, <laughs> who's a programmer working for Barris, activates an EMP bomb that incapacitates Ray and severs his internet link with RST. Ray wakes up in Wiggins' dungeon? Office? I don't know. Lab? <laughs> yeah, lab. Uh, I, I, I want to say uh, I love it. Uh, I love seeing EMPs go off in movies, like when at night when the whole city shuts down. Mm-hmm. It, it's yeah. kind of a cool. It was kind of a cool shot. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It's a fun effect, especially well, if it's a rolling blackout. And and like the rest of this movie, it's full of tropes, VFX tropes, and action movie tropes. That's definitely one of them. Yeah. Well, and I mean that's the thing. It's like they did like like. Like they they call out the tropes, but they continue to use them in the non-implanted memory scenes. So, right, guy. But again, as we said before, if it if it wasn't COVID, this would have done pretty well with its audience. Yeah, I would have done fine. Absolutely. Also, also I loved that uh, the one programmer said uh, EMP, and then s- starts to say an electromagnetic pulse, and Harding is like, I know what an EMP is, <laughs> like because we all yeah. do. Yeah, By now. yeah, we do. We all know. They do that, no, yeah. it's one of those things that throughout the 90s and 2000s, they would do that exact thing and say the words. But like, yeah. Well, and before it was pop culture, like people, conspiracy theorists would talk about it as a way, you know, like survivalist. Yeah. Like, There's going to be a giant EMP and nothing's going to work. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to live in a hole. <laughs> a, a <laughs> in nuclear, like, a, like a smurf. A nuclear weapon going off in an orbit, I think, was always the one that I remember reading. That oh, was God, another one. Yeah. Natural disaster. Yeah. Dirty God, bomb. Goblins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like men in black suits and helicopters. Like, yeah. Yeah. Barcodes. Which, honestly, what are the dudes in black suits and helicopters? Are they really that scary by today's standards? <laughs> They can find your holes. They bounce it down. Yeah. They're just feds. I don't know. Uh, That any measures taken will stop the government. That's an adorable thought. I love it. Back to Blood Snot. It's a a small um, internet uh, uh, subset I see, but pictures people take of feds that have been following them. Which is inevitably yeah. a dude like in basketball shorts with like a baseball cap and like and, and like like a Tommy Bahama shirt and like shined patent leather <laughs> shoes. Yeah, they look like an MCU character trying to blend. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. I love the gang stalking people. It's like you think five people are fucking with you. There was one. It was a video a dude took. It was like a. 50-year-old white dude in sunglasses and, like, a brand-new L.A. Kings jersey, mm-hmm. um, like, standing in the middle of the street um, with patent leather shoes on, like, waving a guy down, like, hey, hey, bro, you want to buy some drugs? I saw that video, yeah. He's like, don't you have drugs? <laughs> All the dealers are like, no, and he was man, like, you're a yeah, cop, no, no, I'm not a cop. His exact words were, no thanks, officer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so yeah. Anyways, um, yes. So, oh, Wilford Wiggins himself, (laughs) along with his. uh, Sounds like a butler in any other movie. So, so these two guys, Martin X and Nick McKnight, whatever his name was, um, they were trying. Barris. They were trying to stop the bloodshot 
program. They were his. They were they were Guy Pierce's old partners. Oh, yeah. that's what from the Gray Matter. He's, he's taken out his his old partners who could potentially be um, an impediment to him doing. They went on whatever. Charlie Rose. Yeah, <laughs> that kind of shit. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So Wiggins helps him realize that RST has been manipulating him so he could kill the old partners. Um, Ray leaves Wigan with some of his nanite blood so he can reverse engineer the nanites and help him take down RST. Ray tracks down his former wife, Gina, not only learning that she's still alive, but they haven't been dating for five years and she's got a kid and a family in London. Two kids. Gina. Yeah, two. Um, yeah, which I thought, <laughs> little, honestly, little I, thought that was, I thought that was a nice touch because it gave us the gut punch of like, oh, dude, it's been more than two or three years. Yeah. There's another kid. Yeah. yeah. I'm in this. Yeah. It's been a while um, that he's been doing this. And also like, um, that was like the last real relationship he had and they broke up. So like, oh, bro. You know, he doesn't remember anything. It mm-hmm. turns out. But also I was thinking how terrifying that is from her point of view. Like, oh, my old my old flame. Good to see you again. What you been up to? Wait, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, you didn't get shot in the face in front of me? <laughs> but like like her reaction, just like, yeah. you think we're still together. Like, this is terrifying because you're a big, scary army dude. Well, and wouldn't you call the cops if some dude was saying, like, I watched you die? I died. They brought me back as a robot. Oh, like this this dude needs a hospital. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But she just yeah. wanted to like get her kids safe first and try to get like the door between her and him. Um so yeah, the other RST soldiers go after him. They find him in London. There's like a 15-minute action sequence and they finally subdue him with a trank dart. Chase chase chase. Yep. Chase chase chase. <laughs> chase, chase Vin Diesel. Chase Vin Diesel. <laughs> Oh. Uh, they poke him. Oh, boy. <laughs> they poke the, him. <laughs> the blind guy, right? The guy who has all the eyeballs all over him, who seems like he's a cool dude. <laughs> old, old, that guy's blind? Old he eyes McCurdy. He stabs him in the back. Yeah. He literally stabs him in the back and says, we got him with the little poker thingy. <laughs> and they update his nanny, nanites, whatever. It's like a, you accidentally hit update on your phone. You're like, ah, I needed to use it. It's a Windows update. It won't let yeah. you do anything. Yeah. It, it takes two hours. Son of a bitch. Some kind of cyber knife. <laughs> yeah, cyber, cyber knife. knife. I think that's what they call it. But I love that he stabs him in the back. Yeah. Because um, we see him earlier like, welcome to the shit show, brother. And they're like, real cool. Yeah. It's like, oh, this, this guy's going to have a sad, sad either return or... He's going to betray him in the end. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's going to be sad for him. Then, <laughs> it's going to suck either way. Yeah. Uh, Guy Pierce sends KT after Wilford Wiggins, and she captures him. Uh, Waskowee Wiggins. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Science Women's Day already? <laughs> Tis, says Landau. Oh, Wiggins. <laughs> makes me think of Higgins from Magnum, but it also makes me think of, like, Alfred from Batman, just like a butler. <laughs> Wilford Wiggins. It makes me think of uh, of uh, like Eliza, it something. makes me think of Eliza Doolittle. <laughs> it makes me think. Yeah, of. Henry Higgins. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. So, uh, we cut to Harding. You talking to Ray in a Matrix, I guess, <laughs> explaining his evil plans. Um, what what was with the Matrix thing? 
I don't know. Like, it was like it, this. It's, it's it was VR here. Yeah, for us to talk, I guess. Yeah, because he could talk to him without having to like physically be in the same room as him. But also, he made it look like Italy. <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot of effort went into this. A lot of effort went into it for no real reason. Um, KT arrives back at RST. <laughs> Bib DeVoe, BBD. And she discovers that Ray is about to have all his nanites removed. <laughs> Guy Pierce is going to remove all of Vin Diesel's nanites. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Um, I think that's the pitch for this movie. <laughs> have you wanted to see Guy Pierce remove Vin Diesel's nanites? Well, you will. <laughs> An AT&T over YouTube. Yeah. Uh, KT tells Harding that Wiggins got away. And instead of removing the nanites, Harding decides to boot Ray back up and send him after Wiggins on one last mission. While he's doing that, KT breaks into the Matrix and, <laughs> and helps Wiggins get into the computer system. And she tells Ray all about what's going on. She wakes him up. And uh, Wiggins... Oh, Willie Wiggins hacks into his head and makes him remember everything. Um, the evil RST soldiers try to subdue him while KT destroys the computers and escapes the buildings with Wiggins. Do we see her escape? I can't remember. I don't feel like we actually saw her or Wiggins get out of the building, which fell to the ground. I think she swam out of it through the pipes. <laughs> I thought uh, Wiggins was like in a truck downstairs. He was directly underneath. He was definitely he was in a van downstairs. Yeah, you definitely yeah, he don't. Was Argyle. But you don't want to be in the underground parking garage of a building that's imploding, <laughs> like <laughs> as a fair. rule. Yes. So we didn't see them get out, but we have to assume they did in some sort of cut footage, because um, we see them later. Uh, so, anyways, then he fights the bad guy soldiers. Uh, the building gets destroyed after the big battle. Um, Guy Pierce confronts Ray. He's got his grenade launcher robot stuff going on. Um, uh, but Ray catches the grenade and he blows himself and Guy Pierce up. And we assume they're both dead. But then later, Ray wakes up with his full memories. He's in Wiggins' trailer lab. Um, Wiggins has updated his technology so that his nanites are self-sufficient. He doesn't need to get recharged. Ray, Wiggins, and KT drive off into the sunset, which is a cliche, even if a Willie Wiggins hangs a lampshade on it. Like, driving down, like, the coast of Italy into the sunset, like, ugh, fucking A. Yeah. That's the whole movie. Yeah, that's it. There was not much to this movie. The the front and the back of this movie, they spent enough money on the front and the back that the middle seems fleshed out. You know, I think that was an interesting thing about this being a VFX kind of. Yeah, it, it had no second act whatsoever. Yeah. We went straight from the first act into the third. Yeah, and the the where they spent the money was yeah it made sense there was no thin parts really mm -hmm. that last climax shot where he gets all blown up and is all dust was well done yeah i guess it was it was yeah i mean 
It was all fine. I don't know. I'm looking for nice things to say about this movie. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't a train wreck. It was totally fine for what it was. Yeah, the people who would have liked it, I'm sure they did. Yeah, absolutely. It was. It was cromulent. It was. My yeah. mom would have loved it, but she loves everything Vin Diesel is in. She had a crush <laughs> on on old Vin. Yeah, he has fans. He does. He yeah. does. Serious fans too. He's got yeah, a very devoted fandom. Um, I wanted to announce something. I thought the end would be better. It's. I'm sad to say here, a harmless bounce for us since the corn week is over. Oh. Uh, corn is having too much of a moment right now. Um, there's the kid at the state fair. There's the truck that <laughs> dropped all that corn. <laughs> I'm seeing corn memes. I'm seeing people with corn hashtags. They robbed us. We're, we're officially... Uh, corn corn has officially saturated the public consciousness. It has. It has. It's no longer weird and special. So we'll get back to you soon about what week it is. <laughs> but it is not currently corn. Perhaps. Not currently corn. Week. Yeah. Perhaps Hat. zucchini. Who knows? Hats on for not corn week. That's right. Put your hats back on. It doesn't have to be vegetable related. But we'll, come, uh, but, we'll, we'll come up with but something. Preferably vegetable related. Preferably. 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 Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking bok choy week would be a nice change of pace. <laughs> not, not kale. No, fuck kale. <laughs> yeah. Um. I. Yeah. I don't know. I. You guys have any final thoughts or <laughs> answer questions? I don't know. It, it's corn. <laughs> no, not about that. <laughs> no, no one answered questions, and it doesn't relate to anything. It needs to go pretty low on the list. Yeah, I I agree. Let's go ahead. Let's check out the list here. Um, so, um, I'm I'm gonna keep going down. Um, let's see, Power Rangers, Justice League, X Men, Last Stand. I don't know. Um. <laughs> It's, uh, jumper, jumper, and push. It kind of reminds yeah. me of those. Ah, uh, yeah. What? What? What do? What do? I mean, uh, I don't know. Aquaman. We have had a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Was this better than Aquaman? I don't I know. I do like that Momoa. Yeah. yeah. He's at least charming. This has just been diesel. Okay, Punisher Warzone. I really kind of liked. I feel like we might have Punisher yeah. Warzone too low, actually. But um, yeah, that was the one where they were in the Bahamas, right? No, no, no. That was Punisher 04. Punisher oh. Warzone was the one um, with uh, the with Jigsaw. The no. was it? Was his name Jigsaw? Was the oh it was Steve? Oh yeah, with yeah, the what's yeah. his? And name? he was like they John were, Travolta. They, no, no, not John Travolta. Not that one. It was. <laughs> John Travolta was the Bahamas one. Punisher Warzone was the one where they had Jigsaw and he was like dancing through the streets. It was like really, really (laughs) bloody. What's that guy's name? Um, Um, uh, It's not Tom Jane. It's the other. No, it's the dude that wasn't Tom Jane or Dolph Lundgren. Lundgren? Not Dolph Lundgren Uh, or Tom Jane. It's It's the other one. one He's one of Thor's three friends. What are those guys called? The Warriors. Warriors Warriors 3. He's the big one. Yeah, I can't remember. Uh, Ray Stevenson. Yes, thank you, Ray. Stevenson. Ray Stevenson. That that was the best. That was <laughs> absolutely the streak. That was absolutely the best Punisher movie um, of the three, but <laughs> that we watched. Yeah, but um, anyways, it was really bloody, really campy, and really fun. But um, mm-hmm. 
Howard the Duck. I don't know. Crow City of Angels. This feels oh. like Crow City of Angels to me. Or Hulk. Yeah. Hulk, yeah. Yeah. Daredevil. It, I, honestly, uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies, Toxic, Toxy 2. Is this better than Toxy 2? Mm, I mean, I didn't, no. like, I didn't enjoy it better than Toxy 2. Yeah, I'll say that. I feel like this is kind of the area we're in. Like, it wasn't a total disaster. Like, Glass was a disaster. That movie yeah. was a fucking disaster start to finish. Um, well, it's, it's fun that we have steel and glass right next to each other. I know. <laughs> um, I don't know. What if we put it somewhere in this area here? Let's let's put it above City of Angels. That's That makes sense to me. The Crow City of Angels? And below the Crow City of Hulk. Angels, the movie which brought us Corn Week. <laughs> so that I was, think it would yeah. be fitting that the end of Corn Week goes next to it. <laughs> That's fair. Again, I'll say Corn Week has been with us for a long time. It that has. was when we adopted it. It's been. I'm good with that. It's been Corn Week for a couple years. Are you good with that, Al? Yeah. All right. Uh, what is this movie called? Bloodshot. <laughs> Bloodshot. Blood clot? Blood. I was thinking <laughs> bright blood, burn shot, like, I don't know. Um, goes at number 106 on our list out of 147 movies. Which brings us wow. to next week. Next week on Harmless Phosphorescence, we are watching The New Mutants. The very, very last movie set in the X-Men universe. I kind of like it. Let's see if I still do. I only saw it once. I liked it. I, I it was it was trapped in development hell for a long time. Too. They they began making it in like 2015. It took five years. It was going to be a show at one point as well. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll, yeah. Um, that's next week on Harmless Phosphorescence. Um, that's smack dab in the middle of COVID. I can't believe they actually put it in a theater in August, 2020. They tried yeah, to sneak it. I saw past it on people. HBO. Yeah. Um, Jesus Christ. Um, so that's next week until then. This is your host throws smiley. Um, I've got to go. I'm beginning to question what my body can and can't do. <laughs> I'm Josh CC and I'll see you at the next meat locker dance party. I'm Brian Lesh, and my story's all in the same. I couldn't sleep. I was dead yesterday. I'm Alaric <laughs> Weber. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks, guys. <laughs>